Them. And we're ready to record without, without background music, great. Good morning and happy Easter to you. Good morning. If you'd like to take your seats and you can pick up your conversations at the end. It's great to see you. Happy Easter. Jesus is risen. I think you're supposed to say he's risen indeed, aren't you? Yes, try that. Jesus is risen. That's right. Oh, it's good. You are awake this morning. It's great to see the lovely sunny day, and it's great to remember these very important uh, aspects of what we believe as we remember and celebrate Jesus' resurrection from the dead. It's changed history, as Jen was saying. If you'd like to turn in your Bibles, if you've got a Bible, there's some on the side, but it'd be great to open your Bibles to Matthew 26. We're going to be looking at verses 63 to 64, and the title of my message today is uh, hope in Jesus the King. Hope in Jesus the King. Let me read to you from Matthew 26, 63 to 64. But Jesus remained silent. The high priest said to him, I charge you under oath by the living God. Tell us if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. You have said so, Jesus replied, but I say to all of you, from now on, you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. I want us to see today that Jesus is ruling. I want to talk about the fact that Jesus was ruling in his darkest days and he is ruling in our darkest days. I want you to find hope in Jesus who rules, even in the darkest of days. You see, these were dark days for Jesus, weren't they? Easter. If you've read the Easter account, maybe this week, and you've looked at what he suffered, you've looked at him in the Garden of Gethsemane, you've seen him being betrayed, you've seen him ultimately being crucified and dying, you will see that these were extremely dark days. We have, we have a God who understands the depths of suffering, the, the very depths of suffering. He's betrayed by Judas, one of his best friends. He is denied by Peter, one of his best friends. All of his disciples desert him. Just put yourself in these, I want you to see Jesus and imagine your own feelings on these matters, right? 
this is Jesus going through this, but we, we, maybe you're going through this right now, you see? But the reason why we're looking at this is also to prepare us because we do go through dark days. And we need to understand that Jesus is ruling. So Jesus, Jesus, all of his friends deserted him. The people in authority and the government behaved badly. They're looking for a reason to kill him no matter what the truth is. Slander and lies. Do you ever cope with slander and lies? Well, Jesus is during this dark period. And ultimately, his death. I want you to see Jesus now. That, that, that's, the, that's what he's gone through at this Easter period that we, we're reminding. But he says this just before he dies, or just before he's crucified. And I want you to see Jesus' um, Just I'm going to read it to you again. I, he remained silent. The high priest said to him, I charge you under oath by the living God. Tell us if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. You have said so, Jesus replied. But I say to you, all of you, from now on, you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. Jesus knew that he was not, for, were not forsaken at this point. He knew that in his darkest days, he was ruling. He was ruling over these darkest days. He calls himself the Son of Man. And this, this phrase may not mean much to us, but at the time when he calls himself the Son of Man, they accuse him of blasphemy. Because this is linked to the idea of deity. Jesus is saying, I am God. Even though I'm suffering, I am God. We read in Daniel 7, which is what he's re referencing. In my vision at night, I looked, and there before me was one like a Son of Man. Coming on the clouds of heaven, he approached the Ancient of Days, he approached God the Father, was led into his presence, he was given authority, glory, sovereign power, all nations and peoples of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away. His kingdom will never be destroyed. So in that phrase here, I want you to understand, says, says Jesus to, to the authorities, I am the son of man. I am reigning in authority. I am suffering by my own choice for us. Jesus suffered for you and me by his own choice. He went to the cross by his own will. He suffered and took sin upon himself because he loved you, loves me, and he went there by grace. This is who Jesus is, given authority, glory, power. All nations and peoples will worship him. That, that's to do with the, 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 the gospel will go to the ends of the earth. This is, there will be people in every nation, tribe and tongue worshiping him forever. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will never pass away. This is who Jesus is, even in his suffering. Jesus was reigning in these darkest of events. He's reigning even though he was betrayed. Judas betrayed him. Was that a surprise to Jesus? No. 
He knew it was going to happen. We read this, when he was reclining at the table with the twelve, and while they were eating, he said, truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. They were very sad, began to say to him one after another, surely you don't mean me, Lord, Jesus replied. The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man will, just, will go just as it is written about him. Do you see? Even his betrayal was written in the Old Testament. It was prophesied. Jesus was reigning even over Judas's betrayal. He is reigning over Peter's betrayal. We read this about Peter. I tell you, Peter, before the cock crows, rooster crows today, you will deny three times that you know me. Jesus was reigning over Peter's denial. He was reigning over Judas' betrayal. He was reigning that over all the fact that his disciples would betray him. We read in Matthew 27, the chief but the chief priests and the elders, sorry, sorry where, where am I reading here? Um, oh yes, then Jesus told them, this very night you will all fall away on account of me, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd of the sheep and the flock will be scattered. Jesus is ruling over his suffering in the darkest of days. Jesus was ruling over the authorities, even though it seemed that they were in the position of power. We read this about, about uh, Pilate. When Pilate heard this, he was even more afraid. Do, do you refuse to speak to me, Pilate said? Don't you realize I have power either to free you or to crucify you? And Jesus answered, you would have no power over me if it were not given you from above. This is a great mystery. In the darkest of Jesus' days, he was ruling. Ruling. And the disciples were looking on thinking, this seems like failure. This seems like the authorities and the powers of darkness are actually ruling. Because they couldn't yet see the victory that would come about through his suffering. And maybe we're looking at our suffering at the moment and we can't see any good coming out of this. We can't see any good, any light at the end of the tunnel. But Jesus promises us that he works all things together for good for those who love him. He's reigning in his darkest days and he's reigning in your darkest days days as well, even though we may be perplexed by them. Don't add doubt to your perplexity. Yes, th these are mysteries. There's mysteries in life, but don't add doubt to those mysteries. Add faith and lift up your eyes to Jesus and see him reigning. He's suffering over the slander and the lies we read in Psalm 22, some thousand years before he was crucified. And actually, a century before crucifixion was even invented. 
Dogs surround me. A pack of villains encircles me. They pierce my hands and my feet. All my bones are on display. People stare and gloat over me. They divide my clothes among them and cast lots for my garments. And these, all these things happened when Jesus was crucified for us. But he was reigning over these things. He was reigning ultimately over his own death. He was going to the cross for us by his own choice. Just prior to the account we've just read, Jesus was anointed by a woman in Bethany. It says, when she poured this perfume on my body, she did it to prepare me for my burial. The disciples said, what are you doing wasting this money? Pouring out this oil that was worth a year's wages. And he said, no. I want you to understand this is an act of worship. And it's to prepare me for my burial. The disciples didn't understand it. And maybe we don't understand today. But God wants to help us to understand today that he's reigning. He's reigning. Matthew 26 says, while they were eating, Jesus took bread. We're going to... We're going to do this later, aren't we? He took bread when he had given the thanks. He broke it, gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat this. This is my body. This is my body. Then he took a cup. When he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for the forgiveness of sins. You see, Jesus knew He was going to the cross to pour out his blood for the forgiveness of sins, as we're going to remember later on today. But this was written before he died, you see. This is the Last Supper. But his disciples didn't understand it, you see. They lose hope. They scatter. They don't listen to his words. And may the Holy Spirit help you and me to listen to his words today and understand that he's reigning He's reigning now and over the darkest of days in your life. Maybe you're like those people on the road to Emmaus after he'd risen and they walking along in despair saying we had hoped he was, we had hoped he was the Messiah. We had hoped he was the Savior and Jesus comes alongside them and he corrects them and then it says their hearts warmed within them and Jesus revealed himself to them and they saw him as risen and their despair was turned to hope. May your despair be turned to hope today as the Holy Spirit reminds you that he's reigning in the darkest of days. He was reigning over his death. Let me read to you from Acts 2, 22. It says this. Fellow Israelites, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, signs, which God did among you through him, as you yourselves know. This man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge. 
and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. There's a lot in here, but I want us to understand here that even over the wickedness of people, and, and we are held accountable for our wickedness. This doesn't take away our own responsibility and freedom of choice and freedom of will. But in the mystery of our freedom of choice and the mystery of our freedom of will, God is over that in his sovereignty. And he works out things according to his deliberate plan and foreknowledge, even the death of Christ. I want to see Jesus ruling in his darkest days. And I want you today to find hope that he's ruling in your darkest days. I say to you, Jesus said in our words we read earlier, from now on you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. That's Jesus now, right? Sitting at the right hand, that means the place of highest authority, he is the son of man that we read about. His dominion is an everlasting dominion. His mission and his gospel will go to all people groups and there will be multitudes from every nation, tribe and tongue worshipping Jesus forever. Even in what seemed like absolute failure, he's actually bringing about the reconciliation and the renewal of all things and the mission going to the ends of the earth. Don't judge your failure today by how you see it. Don't look at it going, nothing good can come out of this because you've got to look at God and see that he can bring hope to the world through death and resurrection. He can bring great and amazing things through what you're going through. You've got to believe God. You've got to trust God in your darkest days. The enemy and the devil would want you to doubt God and to judge him by what's going on. That's what the disciples did. They all scattered. They, all, they, all, they denied him. They ran away. May we come to Jesus today and see that he is ruling. Hope in him. Put your hope in him. Sitting at the right hand. In glory today. And, and, and another aspect he says here, and coming on the clouds of heaven. And coming on the clouds of heaven. This is Jesus. He's coming again. He's coming to renew all things. He's coming to restore this world. He's coming when he comes. He will judge and he will remove all sin and all suffering and will restore all thi things. And those who have put their faith in Christ will be raised to new life in a new body just as he was raised to new life and a new body. You see, Easter Sunday points to Jesus' resurrection. We see his body was dead and broken, but he was raised again. But do you see that you also, in that day when Christ comes again, will also be raised again like Christ? He's the first fruits, and then you will follow, and you will live with him in a new heavens and a new earth. And if you think the day today in this beautiful sunshine is a good day, no, no, it is a good day. But it's a fallen world. The glory of God and the joy and the presence and the wonder of that new world will be 
will be surpassing and breathtaking. It says all our sufferings will be as nothing compared to the glory that we will experience then. So see Jesus ruling now and see Jesus coming again. See that he is working all things together for good. And even if you have to long suffer and have patience, see him coming again to restore all things. That's the hope, my friends, that you have in Christ if you've received Jesus. And you are all very welcome to receive him if you have not yet done so. Please do speak to me, speak to one of the others, one of the leaders, speak to Jem. We'd love to talk to you about knowing Jesus. Find hope in Jesus who rules, even in your darkest days. From now on, from now on, you will see. See, Jesus says to them, you have said, you have said, you have said so. And what he means by that is, you have said so. You've said certain things about me. You've said Yes, he heals the sick, but it's from the devil. You've said, uh, yes, he teaches great things, but he's prideful and he's a false teacher. He's talking to the authorities at the time. You have said, yes, yes, the crowds think I'm the Messiah, I'm the promised saviour, but you say I'm just a, a false charlatan out to, uh, pr- for pride and to uh, create a following for myself, that I'm a false teacher. You have said so. What do you say this morning about Christ? You have said so. What, do you, what have you said? That he's weak, maybe? He's forgotten you? You've said so. What, what do you say this morning? He can't possibly understand what I'm going through. He can't possibly love me in this situation. He can't possibly help me. You've said so. And he says, but I tell you, from now on, you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the the, the Lord Almighty and coming on the clouds of heaven. And may the Holy Spirit correct every one of us in whatever lies we've received, may truth eclipse all darkness in our hearts and may we see Christ seated in authority and coming on the clouds of heaven. I say to you, Holy Spirit, may you say to us this morning, he is reigning. By faith, let's see the Son of Man sitting in authority and coming again reigning during the darkest days of Easter and reigning during the darkest days of your life. Band's going to come up. We're going to worship together. Just before Stephen is stoned, and this is uh, the first martyr. He's killed for his faith. Stephen followed Jesus Christ. And this is perplexing. He's going to be stoned. It's, it's not be, life can be very hard. Stephen is stoned. Jesus is still reigning. 
Some of us have got to be, have, our, have our understanding of Christianity corrected sometimes. You know, Jesus says, blessed are the persecuted. Blessed are you. In the Sermon on the Mount, the final of the Beatitudes, blessed are you. When people persecute you, insult you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me, rejoice, be glad. Great is your reward in heaven. Some of us have got to receive this idea. Yes, yes, I'm going to, I'm going to follow Jesus no matter what. I'm going to let my light shine no matter what. I'm going to live for Jesus no matter what. I'm going to trust in his reign no matter what. Because Stephen, this is perplexing, but this is what we read. Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, while, while they're about to stone him, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Of God. And I want us to see here the Holy Spirit gives us vision to see beyond the dark days into the heavenlies to see the glory of Jesus standing at the right hand in authority and glory. May the Holy Spirit help every one of us today to see that Jesus was reigning. In his darkest days. And he is reigning in our darkest days. Amen. This is our Jesus. Let's celebrate him. Risen from the dead. Reigning in glory. Loving saviour. King of kings. Trustworthy. No matter how dark it is. He is trustworthy. And worthy of our worship today. Let's stand together. And we're going to carry on praising Jesus. Thanks,